Welcome to your upfront moment. We're building a confidence revolution. Hi friends, I'm Lauren Curry, the founder of Upfront. We're an organisation on a mission to change confidence for 1 million women and non-binary people by 2023. And we do this in three ways. We transform your relationship and habits around confidence, power and visibility through our six-week online course. Each cohort is called a bond. Bond is the collective noun for a group of women and over a thousand women have graduated from a bond from over 20 different countries. We build community, real, genuine, human community, where women learn how to stand up for themselves and each other. We hold each other to account. We celebrate each other and learn together. Our community is Global Bond. We create content that will inspire, challenge and motivate you to be upfront. We are here to change confidence, not women. Upfront Moment is designed to kick your week off with confidence, self-compassion and agency. Hi friends, welcome to this week's Upfront Moment. This week we are talking about building a culture of confidence in your organisation. Building confidence in your teams is a continuous process that requires effort, grace and patience. We have loved working with Public Digital over the last few bonds. And in this episode, I'm inviting you behind the scenes of our collaboration and our impact. I invited Holly Taylor, Public Digital's People Director, and Connie Van Zanten, Public Digital's Principal Consultant, to share their experience of creating the business case for confidence, for funding the bond, to the impact they've experienced in their own roles and across their teams. So if you are curious about what exactly is a culture of confidence, how do you go about building it? If you are considering joining Bond7 and you're employed, this conversation will teach you how to ask your boss to pay for your ticket and lots more. Let's go. Welcome Connie, welcome Holly. How are you both today? Very well, thank you. Hello. Welcome, welcome and welcome to folks who are watching this back. I am honoured to have Connie and Holly with me today, two women from a brilliant organisation called Public Digital who have been long-term friends, clients, supporters of Upfront and the reason that I invited you both to have this conversation today is we are getting ready to host Bond 7, which will be our seventh cohort of our six-week online course. Starts on June 5th. And one of the one of the conversations I'm really keen to have more is to help people understand how our product impacts businesses, like why it makes good business sense for teams to invest in the bond. And I think Connie, your role as consultant and public digital, and you've been on the bond yourself. Holly, your role coming new into this organisation as people director, 
meeting all these women who'd had this experience. Now you're about to go do it yourself. I just thought, what like a lovely constellation. So I would love to begin by asking you both to kind of just introduce yourselves, tell us a bit about what you do at Public Digital. Hello, um, my name is Connie Van Zanten. As Lauren said, I'm a principal consultant at Public Digital. Public Digital works with organisations and people helping them to understand how to adapt their organisations to make the most of the internet and technology and be really user-centred. So I find myself talking about those things with lots of different people, mostly in healthcare all of the time. Um, and I love talking about Upfront. So very excited to be here and do that today. Holly? Yes, hi everyone. So yeah, my name is Holly Taylor. I'm the People Director here at Public Digital. Um, I joined uh, just over a year ago and I'm kind of, yeah, responsible for all things people, um, you know, including kind of, uh, you know, career development, talent development and everything like that. So um, yeah, really excited to be having this conversation. Wonderful. So Connie, can you tell us why why did you want to join the bond? Kind of take us back to where you were in Bond Five and why you saw this thing called a confidence course and thought, I want to be part of that. Yeah, absolutely. So um there are a few different strands to it, and it had started like kind of years ago when you were first doing those workshops about mm-hmm. upfront, like the really early iteration, and a friend of mine was really involved and she just sort of kept talking about how amazing it was. So the the seed was sown. Then the the moment that it came to actually like, okay, I want to do this, I'm mm-hmm. ready to do this. I'd not long started at public digital. And I was noticing that, you know, when you start a new job, you often don't feel very confident. Mm-hmm. And it was making me feel like I was being slow and it was uncomfortable and it was frustrating. Mm-hmm. And it meant that I was just wasting a lot of time and energy on second guessing myself and, you know, rewriting emails a million times before actually sending them. And it was just taking up so much of my brain space and my energy mm-hmm. that I just wanted to be getting on the work with the work that I knew I could do. And I thought, I think, you know, upfront was growing and I thought this was this was the time because at this point in my career, I'm at risk of being the person who holds myself back. Mm-hmm. And this looks like a way of of not doing that. Yes. Thank you for sharing that so openly and, and honestly. And Holly, I was when I was thinking about our conversation today, I was struck by my memory of our first meeting where, you know, we were all you were new to the role. It was like, let's have a coffee and get to know each other. And I I was really moved by how you kind of mirrored back to me what your introduction of Upfront had been at Public Digital, where you talked about it being just just how we do things around here. It's like an integral part of our culture. So I would love to you to kind of bring that to life for us and also hear your perspective from being a people director and a people lead for so many years and having deep expertise in that area like why is this type of work important why does confidence matter for teams and businesses 
So when I, when I first joined PD, I think I was in my first um, first week and I was in a meeting and um, and we were starting to organise uh, Bond. So I guess it would have been Bond 6, so last year. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, I'm still very new, still very fresh. And I think that um, our people coordinator was kind of going down the list of, of all of our all, all of our women here and kind of ticking off of who'd been on the course and who'd not. And, and you know, creating that short list to make sure that we get the, you know, as many people as we can on the next on the next Bond. And, you know, so straight away I was like, okay, this has got to be like a pretty, pretty big deal you know and kind of like what is this you know what is this up front you know and um mm-hmm. and I, you know I, I before I joined PD I, I didn't have any knowledge of, of upfront at all and um and that's when I reached out to you and I think it was actually mid-bond so we could get a, a call around you know so what is upfront what does it consist of and you know fully to be able to get my head around the structure and the content and I suppose you know from a, a people director's perspective I'm thinking like what's the ROI you know and and, mm-hmm. and you know really understanding is this adding value and all of those kind of things and I think after like five minutes of speaking with you I was like yeah I'm sold like this is mm-hmm. <laughs> this is good you know this is this is amazing um and you know so, so thinking about why why that works like really important I think that from my reflections of being you know being a people professional and 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 in my role now I think that often um confidence can sometimes get confused with like competence um mm-hmm. which is you know could definitely certainly be the case <laughs> but sometimes uh I, you know I've definitely experienced where confidence can be you know um almost like misplaced and those who mm-hmm. might you know those those people that don't um that may not actively show those uh, confident characteristics can be overlooked regardless of their skills and their knowledge and their expertise. And I think that that can be really damaging in an organization when you're trying to create a really inclusive culture, um, you know, and, um, you know, so it's kind of just kind of thinking thinking about that. And I think that, um, you know, I, I've worked and I currently work with some absolutely incredible people. Um, you know, they're so smart and they're so mm-hmm. dedicated and passionate about their work and their craft. You know, it's such a breath of fresh air. It's, it's amazing to be around. Um, you know, but some of those people are, you know, naturally very introverted as well. Um, and, you know, when we think about introversion, we may tend to think of someone who's like shy and quiet and, you know, wouldn't say boo to a goose. And, you know, mm. but actually, you know, they, they can be incredibly kind of thought thoughtful and considered and, and so knowledgeable and so if, if you have if you have this uh, you know abundance of the skills and this knowledge and this expertise but the kind of the the extroverts are the ones that are overshadowing mm-hmm. them you're only fully harnessing like a portion of your people you know mm-hmm. um so I think this is why it's really important to you know fully be su- supporting everybody in terms of like their confidence um and equally I think that um confident people so naturally very confident people can can sometimes even get in the way of themselves as well you know Mm -hmm. in terms of really achieving what they want to and I think that the work that Upfront is doing um can also help people who are really naturally confident to really kind of maximize their confidence mm-hmm. um kind of like taming taming confidence that's what I was kind of thinking of like how how to ex- yeah. uh, express this but kind of taming confidence so that you're like yeah fully effective you know and I've been in council countless situations in my career where you know naturally confident um people you know they feel you're in a meeting with them and they feel the need to say something you know say something anything just to reinforce their presence you know and often what they've said wasn't overly thoughtful or considered you know so I think actually you know being able to provide your your people um with the opportunity to kind of gain or tame their confidence will kind of really naturally create that level playing field for your culture and your company I love the idea of gain and tame. I'm going to steal that. I bet you'll see it on our website soon because <laughs> that's a really, um, a really, a, a really compelling way to articulate it. And it reminds me of you know what we've talked about in the past 
with our bonders is this idea of performative confidence. So when you're somebody who, if you were to ask your colleagues, they would all say, oh, she's super confident, she's all over it. And you present as confident, but internally, your internal narrative, your inner voice, the stories you tell yourself where you go home at night after work, doesn't reflect that and that can that's also that can also be equally exhausting because I know some people hear the word confidence and think oh I don't have a problem there I can stand on stage and I can do my thing and that to me just highlights even more how most of us don't really think deeply and intentionally about our confidence like how it's showing up what it looks like and if you're in a really good place with it then how are you putting that to good use in the world how are you using it to activate the confidence in the people around you. And that's why I think it's so interesting and and fun to be able to have a conversation with people who are in a workplace in an environment where lots of people in that culture have had the experience. So Connie, I would love for you to speak speak to a bit like the impact that it's had on your growth, but what's what role do you think the fact that you have colleagues who have also been on that journey and that there's, you know, you can sit down with your people director and there's like a shared language and a shared understanding because I know there's people listening in who are so far away from that. They're having to fight a battle with even their line manager to get them to understand why this is something that needs to be taken seriously. There's so, I feel like there's so much I could say about that. What, um, what immediately comes to mind? So when you're in a bond, One of the most powerful things for me was suddenly finding myself around, I'm always surrounded, I've realized what I was just about to say, I'm always surrounded by different and capable women, but in a bond, I am surrounded, but I was surrounded by different and capable women who were sort of there on the base, on the explicit basis that we were all there thinking something, we wanted to change something about our Mm -hmm. relationship with confidence. And you do these LinkedIn lives every every week with the bond mm-hmm. where you ask us what do we need to unlearn and mm-hmm. this just absolutely amazing thing happens where everyone starts writing in the chat exactly what was in my head mm-hmm. and it seeing that articulated by other people and realizing that what is in my head is almost word for word exactly the same mm-hmm. as what is in everyone else's and like how fast those thoughts come and how many there are that would being part of the bond that was really impactful knowing that my colleagues have had that experience mm-hmm. and are sharing in that way within a bond and whether it was the bond I was in or in a different bond it's just so it's so powerful and it gives us that sort of foundation in which to build openness and honesty among ourselves mm-hmm. and exactly like you said it gives us a language with which to talk about and articulate these feelings and Mm -hmm. and a a new perspective, you know, that we, it's not us that is the problem. Um, And it's not that we do or do not have confidence. It's something Mm -hmm. that we can learn and develop. And, and through, through us all being sort of connected in this way and having had this experience, it means that we can also just really support each other in Mm -hmm. a really practical way. And so, for me personally, being part of a bond and knowing that 
lots of people in my organization has been part of a bond means that I have this network of people around me who I can speak to about how I'm feeling and mm. seek support from without feeling worried that I'm wasting people's time or I sound stupid or I'm undermining myself. And in turn, what that means, like in practical, in my practical reality is that I am doing more things that scare me like this. And that is what makes me grow. So it becomes this mm -hmm. like self-fulfilling cycle. And I've always got this safety net and network around mm. me to, to support me with that. And I imagine there's also part of that power is accountability. I actually joke about it with, with my team and also with the bond because for me, it's at a stage now where I actually cannot get away. I cannot get away with the slightest moment of self-deprecation, doubting myself, oh, maybe I shouldn't, maybe I'm too, maybe this feels too much. You know, it was, we had the conversation around the conference. Of course, we recently had our first conference up front and center. First time we brought our community together in person. And so, of course, my first, if not second thought was, well, what am I gonna wear? <laughs> like, this is a bit, this is a big deal. And I, Decide, obviously I wanted to wear something amazing and I had to get a pep talk from my team and my partner to be like absolutely yes you should get a bespoke bright red sequins jumpsuit and and I was thinking oh my god and I was like this is you know it was like having a meta conversation because if I was having that moment with a bonder or either of you I know what I would say and I had to have that support and I had to have those messages mirrored back to me to make, to remind me that I do have permission to take up space in that way. And sure, people are going to think things and judge me regardless of what I wear or what happens. So show up in that space as you in a way that's going to make you feel proud and happy. You know, right through to yesterday, I gave a talk about rejection and like how the role that when you're in a role that means you're getting rejected a lot, like running a business or in a sales role, that can affect your confidence. You know, and I'm given strategies and tools and insights. And then three hours later, I get this massive rejection email that's like making me so sad. And, you know, my team are able to say, but remember what we talked about? Remember what you said this morning where, you know, reject, it's a muscle and we get a no early, we can move on, find the next yes. So I feel myself the power in, in having that accountability. Hi friend, it's Lauren and I'm here to remind you that Bond 7 starts on June 5th. If you enjoy Upfront Moment, you are going to love our six-week online course. By now, you've probably heard of the Bond. Bond is the collective noun for a group of women. Each cohort that moves through our course is called a Bond. Bond number six welcomed 512 women from over 25 different countries. Bond seven starts on June 5th, and we cannot wait to welcome you. This course is all things confidence, power, and visibility. We have discounts for charities, NHS workers, and you can even pay in four instalments over four months. The Upfront Bond is the world's top choice for women and organisations that are genuinely interested in increasing their confidence and activating the confidence of the people around them. 
For bond number five, the average increase in confidence was 109%. Go to weareupfront.com for all the details. Hi, I'm Kate and I took part in Upfront's Bond 6 course. Um, I'd only heard about it two weeks before it started and I got a free space as I was on maternity leave. Um, So I didn't really know what to expect before I started it, but I guess I just thought it would be some useful tips and some content around confidence. Um, but actually, it, without sounding cheesy, it was so, so much more. Uh, I mean, the bond itself is in the group of women and the community that Upfront builds around the course is actually pretty amazing. Um, everyone that I've come in contact with as part of Upfront and Bond 6. And since graduating from Bond 6 um, and becoming part of Upfront's global bond, everyone's just wonderful. It's a really supportive, empowering space. Um, There's also lots of practical help and support. Um, But on a bigger kind of zoomed out level, it's opened my eyes um, and I'm actually looking at the world differently and at confidence differently and at my confidence. Um, So yeah, it's given me a real platform to test and build my confidence as well after getting back to work after maternity leave which um, I'm doing self-employed this time round which has felt quite isolating and being part of Bond 6 and having that community um, has has really helped with that so thank you up front I'm so glad I found you and anyone thinking about joining Bond 7 just do it you won't regret it. So Holly, I would I would love to hear from your perspective because there'll be people listening thinking this all sounds brilliant and powerful, but we're already really busy. You know, everybody's rushed off their feet, no time for their lunch breaks. And, you know, in many businesses, not all, but in many businesses, budgets are tight right now. We've got a cost of living crisis, um, various roles being made redundant across different sectors. Like, what would you say to people, leaders who are thinking about enrolling their teams on Bond 7, particularly from like a time and monetary investment perspective? Yeah. So as, as I mentioned earlier, you know, I think being able to invest in your people to kind of, uh, you know, game or, te- or tame their confidence, um, mm-hmm. you know, it's going to have an incredible impact on your culture. And um more specifically, I think that this in this day and age where, you know, uh, employers, you know, we as employers, we're creating that space for people to be bringing their full selves to work. Um, mm-hmm. And so much has been um, in done in order for us to, you know, kind of authentically recognize and celebrate our differences and to create cultures that are, you know, much more inclusive and much more diverse. And, you know, during COVID, when everyone, uh, you know, was working from home, that kind of lines, the lines were very much blurred, you know, as mm-hmm. to where that kind of work lives and our private life started, you know, and started and finished and and I argue it actually probably did wonders for our company culture because we really started to get to know our colleagues like on a, on a much more kind of mm-hmm. personal and deeper level and so you know if we're thinking about bringing our full selves to work then why would we only invest in you know training that is just targeted at your work self 
you know mm. and I think that you know you're essentially then really ignoring a whole other side to your people that you're interacting with on a daily basis so I think that by sending somebody up front you are demonstrating that you're investing in their whole self you know mm. and, and from a a retention perspective you know your people will recognize that this course isn't just going to benefit you know the company and it isn't just going to benefit them in their, in their work it's it's you know for the individual the impact of of, of the course is going to exceed far beyond their 40-hour working week you know mm. um and you know i, I think that in a, alone should be a, a worthwhile cause you know just from a, a, a that kind of investment in your people and, and really making them feel seen and valued and I did check with with Connie if I could share this but like last summer um, I spoke with everybody at PD uh, did one-to-ones with everybody to get a really a good understanding of like past experiences when it comes to kind of performance reviews and progressions and etc mm-hmm. etc et and, 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 and Connie and I had a, a lovely conversation and, and when I was at speak, speaking about speaking to her about some of the experiences that she'd had before she, before she joined um, PD um, you know there had been some you know really challenging experiences that she'd faced um, when it came to her career and, and how she was supported and and I specifically Connie remember saying to me like I, I can literally like see it you know see and hear her now um, is that she was genuinely shocked that PD put her on up front like she could not believe that we mm. would make that kind of investment in her and um, when she was so new to the company and she said I've got it written down in my notes it's like I just I felt so valued Connie, I don't know if you want to elaborate on that. I suppose this is for anyone from the other perspective, anyone mm-hmm. thinking of making the case to go on a bond for mm-hmm. them or for people in their company. But it, it felt at that point like such a big deal to ask for my company mm. to spend money on me for something as like intangible as confidence. Mm-hmm. And to be able, you know, it takes a bit to work up. Public digital is a lovely way to work, place to work. So it didn't take as much to build up to having that conversation as it might in another place. But equally, I, there was someone I was speaking to about it to like build up my confidence to do mm-hmm. so. And then how easy that conversation was and then how public digital has just picked that up and run with it and been properly interested in like, what it's meant for me individually and then other people going on it it just it just tells you that your company actually it's like it's putting your money where your mouth is yeah you know like I it's an action that speaks louder than words yeah that's a really a powerful story and I think you know, I I have my version of that from which is partly why we're in this conversation and that you know Ben and Tom have been so supportive of of me and upfront when it was when it was just me and like Kim who was my PA and the bond was on Facebook and we were you know and making it up as we go along very much and you know so supportive and like mirroring back to me like you need to under you need to see the impact this thing is having like this is a an incredible thing that you've built that you're building and I you know I really don't underestimate the power of that feedback and that and that buy-in and that support from leaders who are operating at that level it's it's yeah it really matters I think um and I think I love what you said Holly about the kind of whole person approach because one of the most common bits of feedback that we get is you know I showed up with a really specific like I want to get better at presenting in meetings I want to feel more comfortable when I'm put on the spot in a meeting want to give more presentations 
want to get better at giving receiving feedback you know there'll be a specific work objective but actually what I got was and it'll be things that have affected how they parent how they're in relationship how they show up in their community their relationship with politics like a whole host a whole wide range of different things um so it's it's really powerful to kind of hear that reflected from you know a people expert's point of view and like that really is the future of retaining talent and building cultures that are genuinely inclusive and genuinely supporting people's growth um i wonder if there's like maybe some exam an example or an anecdote that you might share of a moment maybe in a meeting or with a client or like in the one-to-one you just shared totally where the kind of intentional culture that you've built around confidence kind of came to life and you you, you know you noticed it and you felt the impact because i i think that where i have only been here a year and so i have not necessarily been able to see that kind of before and after with a lot mm. of people that have kind of been on the board so i was actually talking to ben our ceo yesterday mm-hmm. um i think he's listening actually so he's gonna hear this but hi ben um, <laughs> uh, and, I, I, <laughs> and i said you know i, I was gonna be you know doing this with connie today and 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 um i was kind of explaining to you know some of the you know things we're gonna be talking about and he said oh do you know actually how up from came about I said no not at all and so he said you know that um a, a couple of years ago and I, I won't name her but one of one of our partners um she was actually getting some executive coaching and uh, Ben had really started to notice how how it was really you know m- making an impact and just kind of very mm-hmm. subtle things but you know just in terms of the way that she was showing up in meetings or even the way she was carrying herself and you know he said pulled her aside said oh you know that coaching must be working wonders and she said no that's rubbish I've been doing this confidence course uh-huh. and, um, and it's and it's, she said, it's it's absolutely amazing and it's um and it's changed my life you know mm-hmm. and he was like okay well what what is it what is this you know what is this course and she said okay it's up front and he's like okay well you know if you paid for it he said you know she said yeah I've just paid for it myself but you know he's like right first things first go and expense it second thing is mm-hmm. we need to get every single every single you know woman that we have you know currently working here on this mm-hmm. course you know and that's when it all kind of kicked off and then you know the rest is history um and I, I think at PD you know obviously we kind of mentioned a few of them we've got we've got four male founders and that they're incredibly mm-hmm. conscious of that fact um mm-hmm. and you know they definitely are, you know definitely go above and beyond to really give um you know give women a platform and to support them in their promotions and this was well before you know even pd yeah. you know came about um you know so that it's not even that you know the the, the it's not even about the kind of financial investment. I think that's kind of largely even like irrelevant to them. Hopefully when we're saying that, but it's more about like that we're, you know, that we're really kind of, um, give, you know, giving that opportunity um, to, you know, to our female colleagues to, to work on some of these things that, you know, again, may come more naturally to, to men or whatever, but, you know, we're just trying to yeah. help do whatever we can to try and t- tip that balance. Even though actually I was looking at stats this morning, we're about 70% women here at PD. Yeah um mm-hmm. you know which is which is amazing so we have a, a fantastic community of people here and um yeah that was that's my kind of little short story there yeah it's a great story thank you for sharing connie do you have one you'd like to share yeah i thinking about it as holly was talking um and one there was like a very immediate impact um to going on up front with the cohort that i was in there were the bond that i was in was three people from public digital so me and two of my lovely colleagues and off the back of our 
experience with the bond we came back to public digital and we did a, a presentation about how confidence does and doesn't manifest and mm. what our opportunities are for creating a space and a culture in which people can be confident in different ways and how public digital could get even better and more specifically more intentional about doing mm. that and that was just like off the back like riding on the wave of of the bond itself and now I just I see it all the time manifesting in like mm -hmm. in big ways and in little ways I like I could talk for a long time about the ways I see it manifesting in myself and in the things that I will do now that I was and the things that I can do now that I would have been significantly more worried about before and when I feel worried about a thing I can remember that I felt like that about something else mm. and I passed it so that's really powerful and is really great for when we are talking to each other about these sorts of things because we're all at different points of the journey which gives yeah. us a really sort of wide valid range mm -hmm. of perspectives and the other we at public digital we work very openly so we all talk about the work that we're doing all of the time and like two key ways in which that that happens is we have like internal meetings where we just talk about the work we are doing um, in like a short sharp way mm -hmm. and also we do these things called week notes so at the end of the week everyone writes a little summary about how their week was and what they got up to and you can just see people evolving in their mm -hmm. weeks and in their presentation skills and in their facilitation mm. style and you just you're, you're like yes like mm -hmm. I'm so glad you're saying that thing and I'm so glad you're doing this and I'm so glad you're putting yourself out there like that and it's just mm -hmm. made things even more open and honest and, and authentic I think. Ah brilliant and the week notes are really easy to find if anybody's curious you can go on Twitter, find Connie, search the week notes hashtag. They're really powerful ways to make your work visible, to connect with other people who care about the same things as you. Holly, I'm wondering what your advice would be to people who want to ask their employer to pay for their ticket, which they absolutely should. Anybody who is employed, their employer should pay for their ticket. What would your advice to them be, given that you know not all people directors are going to necessarily get this the way that you do where do you think folk we do have a template i should say that i can share with anybody who would like to to have it an email with some different tips and ideas on how you might ask but yeah what would your advice be holly yeah i was gonna say well give them give them my email and i'll have a chat with them but um <laughs> maybe i shouldn't offer that um <laughs> yeah so i just think that again just thinking about actually like what could you do like what is holding you back and what's that you know where are you now where do you want to get to and what does that potential look like in yourself and mm -hmm. like how is it that you know this small financial investment of how it's going to really impact that person's life you know and again mm. it's not just from a work perspective but it's all of those other things and again I, I would just keep going back to like you know if you if you want you want me to bring my whole self to work you know then I, I need you know I, I would I would appreciate having mm -hmm. you know an investment or something that's going to really focus on all of that rather than it just being something that's very like narrow and binary in there in that person's skill set which again has got a very you know obvious return on investment from a, from a um 
you know, from a business perspective, um, that, you know, that's the way that I would, I would start framing it, you know, and again, yeah, thinking about from a cultural perspective, you know, you just need one or two people to go on, to go on the course and then bring it back, you know, bring back their yeah. learnings, you know, I can, then I can help other women. I can help, I can bring my learning yeah. back. And, you know, again, and that, that, that starts to really spread and manifest itself. And then you, you know, before you know it, you've got a culture of, people that again like Connie was explaining of you know that, that have been through that same experience that have that that shared experience to to draw upon and you can kind of start seeing things showing up in different people and spot those signs of when people maybe are having a crisis of confidence and again just support, support each other because you know we're all in it together at the end of the day. Brilliant advice I think to focus on the kind of sharing back piece and what the ripple effect of that might be and so the last question I wanted to ask you Connie because Holly is going to be part of Bond 7 along with some other PD folks so I wonder what is your advice to your PD colleagues who will be entering the Bond for the first time what would your what would your one piece of advice to them be Mm, one (laughs) okay um it's there are so many not because it's lots of work but there's feels like a lot of things that I could say I think The most important thing, which probably is going to sound really obvious, but it's one of the really hard things. And I think it makes the difference between having an experience in the bond that will have a lasting impact on you or not. Mm -hmm. Is really, you've just got to make space for Mm -hmm. the bond. Like we're all busy. Our diaries and our to-do lists are overflowing. But this is so this is one of those things. If you make the time for it now, when when it's there right in front of you, it's going to impact your whole future and your whole life. So so make the time for it. And that doesn't mean you have to do everything Mm -hmm. all at once. You know, this is a journey. And for for a lot of people, for me, doing up front was like my first intentional step on my confidence journey. The bond's got, practically speaking, the bond has so many elements to it and you can try it all, figure it out, figure out what's most helpful and impactful for you and focus on that. And then, you know, in making space, practice while you're learning it. Mm -hmm. And I think the last thing I'd say is just make sure there is at least one other person that you can talk to about what you're learning and what you're doing as you're doing it. Um, because that will help you to process and to apply it and to be really accountable to yourself. Amazing tips. And that's the power of doing it with your colleagues because you can, you're having lunch together, you have your catch up over coffee on the days you're in the office or whatever that might look like means you have those moments of, of connection. Um, Oh, I just, I've really, this has been so nice to kind of get a deeper insight into, into how this, you know, how, how the bond really does impact teams and cultures. And I see there's lots of folks in the chat excited to go and talk to their people leads and talk to their employers. Um, so very grateful for your time. Somebody's asked a couple of questions about how it all works. So a quick recap before we check out. It's a six-week online course. There's pre-recorded videos, a weekly live session and a community. Everything is pre-recorded, so there is no risk. You don't need to be at a certain place at any time. The study time that we ask for is three hours a week, and that is totally up to you 
what that looks like. Some folks do more, some folks do less, some folks do it all on the same day, some folks spread it over the week. It's entirely up for you, up to yourself. And if you choose to sign up, we only host one bond a year. So if you hesitate, you will have to wait another 12 months before bond eight, which I wouldn't advise. So when you sign up, you can get your ticket at weareupfront.com. We will welcome you on June 5th and you will find your people. You will learn to love a thing that used to scare you and you will increase your confidence. Those are the three things that I can guarantee will happen and you will be rubbing shoulders with brilliant consultants and leaders like Connie and Holly and also people from all different walks of life, primary school teachers, jewellers, engineers from NASA, apprentices, chief execs. It's such a diverse group and we don't really care too much what your job title is. That's something that's quite unique about the bond. We don't put emphasis on job titles, we put emphasis on values and you're showing up to understand how to activate your confidence and how to activate it in other people because I believe and I hope this conversation has shown you that when you activate your confidence in a way that's real and lasting it really does change it changes lives it changes communities it changes organizations and cultures and teams and we're on a mission to support a million women so I hope you choose to join to join us and thank you so much Connie thank you so much Holly thank you to other folks at PD Ben and Tom and the rest of the leaders who I'm sure will be listening in. Thank you for all of your support and energy. We're excited to welcome you to Bond 7. Thank you so much. Thanks, Lauren. Thank you. Every now and again, you have a conversation that shows you like new and different ripple effects of your work. And for me, this was that conversation. Like my cup is very full. So we talked about why investing in confidence makes sense from a people leads perspective, how to ask your people lead to pay for your bond seven ticket. And yes, if you are employed, your employer should be paying for your ticket. If you are self-employed, your business should be paying for your ticket and you get a VAT receipt. How what you will learn in the bond will impact you both at work and at home. Why you have to think really intentionally about confidence when designing teams and organisations. And why often people you think are very confident are actually performing and full of self-doubt. I particularly liked how Holly articulated the story of gaining and taming confidence in your teams. I had never really thought of it that way before. And I think Connie is a remarkable example of how intentionally learning confidence and reflecting on how you show up in the world makes you a better leader and teammate. And this week, your challenge is a little different because, as you know, we are very excited about Bond 7 that is starting in just a few weeks. So what I would love, love you to do is to send this episode to a people person, someone that you know who works in a people team. Maybe they work in HR, maybe they work in leadership development, maybe they're a founder, maybe they work in a learning role. And if you don't know anybody in those roles, I would love for you to talk about this episode on social media. Share it with your friends in a WhatsApp group. If we want to reach a million women, we're going to need your help. So let's get to work. 
Hi friends, I'm here to remind you to ask your employer to pay for your Bond 7 ticket. We work with teams from organisations across the world like Nike, Pleo, Spotify, Citizens Advice, the NHS, British Red Cross, Ministry of Defence and more. Bond 7 starts on June 5th. Six weeks of online learning and community that will transform your own relationship with confidence. And remember... The problem isn't that you aren't confident, but that your confidence is not rewarded in the world. This is the problem that we exist to solve. The average salary increase of a bonder is 49%. I share practical and inspirational tools that will help you be more upfront in every single area of your life. You deserve this. I will see you in Bond 7. Thank you so much for listening, friend. Let me know how you get on with your Upfront challenge. You can always write to me, lauren at weareupfront.com. Let me know what this moment made you think about. And don't forget to sign up to our amazing Upfront newsletter. Every Tuesday, I send links, inspiration and insight around confidence, power and visibility to over 5,000 inboxes. Guaranteed gumption and action. Bye friends, I'll see you on Monday for your next Upfront Moment.